0: <they f cappuccane> Today on Boldly Boinking, <they f cappuccane> we beat Elon into space. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Boldly Boinking. I am your friendly neighborhood rocket man, Connor Speak, and over here, my co host. <laughs> That's what she's. That's the noise she makes when she's excited. I was, just try, right I was trying
1: to coo for you, but listen, I'm that's not the I'm not the coolest cooer in o- the the Tribble family. That's
0: okay. We'll do it later.
1: <laughs> um, it's Alexa. Hey, howdy? How's it going? Just yeah. being being a Tribble, just just hanging, hanging around. out,
0: <laughs> cooing, practicing.
1: Yeah. Uh, how are you, dear audience? How are you How are you doing? Yeah, Is everything. Doing, I hope everything you're doing,
0: doing well. Good? You look fantastic. Fantastic as always. Yeah, just killing it. I love what you did.
1: I like those bottom clothing that you're wearing, whether yes. they're are pants or skirts, they Those both bottoms. look great. Those yeah. bottoms, your bottom.
0: Yeah, Ooh. fantastic.
1: <laughs> Welcome back, folks. We are here to discuss an episode that I'm very excited about.
0: A Voyager mm-hmm. episode. Very
1: excited about Voyager. Before we get into it, though, yep. slightly on subject.
0: We do need to check in with the Janeway Bang watch Beepity, beepity.
1: So we're season two, season episode, two, episode one. one. No banging. No banging.
0: No banging. Lack of banging. I will,
1: but folks.
0: We are in, we're in some territory here. We're
1: skipping ahead of the Janeway watch to do yeah. an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Yep. Season, season five.
0: five episode ep- 10. Counterpoint. Counterpoint.
1: Counterpoint. I was watching this again. I loved it when I first watched it, but it's one of those great, star trek voyager um episodes that is like a really great standalone episode like yeah. the plot of it is great
0: yeah it works well from start to finish there's no weird bits
1: it was well executed it was definitely like a different tone than the normal episodes but in a good way and and jamie jamie gets a little bit
0: gets a little bit she gets a taste both <laughs> literally and metaphorically <laughs>
1: Let's just jump right in, as they do with the episode. Yeah, they do. It's
0: a great. It's a great lead up. It's a. Yeah. It's a perfect lead up to it, where they just jump right in with the crew getting basically accosted by these two big ass ships. And tell that they're being pulled over for inspection.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time. We know that this has happened a couple of times before. Yeah,
0: they never say it implicitly, but just the way they're acting, in particular how Janeway says, like when they say how they warped into the various levels, you can tell they've seen this before. I think
1: Janeway does say like we've been through this already. Oh, does she say it's the third time. At some time? point, yeah. it was. I don't think that's the. Oh, that that is the third time. Yeah, yeah. But at some point, whether it's in the conversation in her ready room with Kashyyyk Kesik and, and Prax. <laughs> Which I love that Prax is just like, these are the rules, and then Kashik al- often is just like, do this, Prax, or like, shut up, Prax.
0: He's yeah. Uh, it, it reminded me very slightly of the relationship between um, in uh, Emperor's New Groove between Crunk and um, Izma Yeah, where she, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, do this. He's like, ah, ah, goes all over the place. That's no, just very slightly. You know, yeah, there's a little bit of that there.
1: Yeah. So these military alien douche bros just parade around being dicks. Being dicks, ripping
0: just, up all their shit.
1: But also, like, just one of them looks at something in um in the the, the doctor's working on some experiment. And yeah. he, like, pulls it up. And the doctor's like, please be careful with that. And the guy he just, just like, throws it on the floor. He silently looks at the doctor and just, just doesn't say a thing. Drops it on the floor like a fuck you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So these, you know, they're you get the feeling pretty quickly that these guys are kind of assholes.
1: Yeah. Um there's also something really great about people being assholes to the like with a background music of classical music. Yeah. Like that that backdrop is fantastic. Yeah,
0: it works very well. Yeah. Now, the reason there is classical music on is because the the inspector, the chief inspector, Kashik. Kashik has of, warped himself of the
1: divorce.
0: The yeah, their divorce. They're Imperium. the Devore. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always an imperium. Never trust an imperium.
1: Which they have a character that says yeah, that. Yes, straight up says <laughs> Which it. Which is Who, great.
0: And that guy... He's great. Jumping ahead. He also... First Star Trek has some fantastic facial prosthetics oh yeah like that crazy thing the his nose, nose does yeah. is awesome yeah it works yeah. really well but anyways yeah. getting ahead of myself <laughs> um, but he's there and he's sitting in Janeway's chair and he's being a little bit uh, suave with her oh he's being a little, he's, yeah he's throwing down the eyes a little bit and he's put on the music he the verbal foreplay
1: a, is intense yeah
0: yeah the two of, between the two of them Janeway walks in and they're going through this dance they, but but they've also, done this before Janeway
1: is such a boss She's yep. such a boss because she is clearly being thrown. Like, she has to put up with this. He's in her chair, but then she goes and she sits on her chair and, like, arms spread on the back of her couch, crosses yep. her legs, and just, like, stares him down. Yeah. It's just like very that. boss moment. This is yeah, how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading my notes, and it just says Space Douche Bro has a point. <laughs> and I think it was talking about how he has that whole sh- spiel where he says, the ability to read people's minds is antithetical to uh, building trust. Yes. Despite the fact that he is a space douche bro. Yeah. He kind of does have a point. Like if, like in his explanation where he says, so I'm getting ahead of myself. I didn't explain this well. The Devor are searching for telepaths because they're banned or I don't, there's never clear what happens to the telepaths when they find them.
0: It they seems to, to like, be concentration camp concentration style camp. stuff happening. Yeah. I like the fact they don't immediately, when they're searching, say, come out and say, we're looking for telepaths. However, the absence of Tuvok on the bridge or anywhere else.
1: Well, and Janeway has this bombshell moment where she says Tuvok and then this other Vulcan crewman that we don't hear about ever. And then the two um, Betazoids. Yeah. uh, One of which who is actually dead and then another one. Uh, she was like, these people just died in yeah. a, a crash a month ago. That, that, yeah,
0: I just I like the how they didn't introduce them looking for telepaths with them immediately showing up in the first three seconds and say, where are all your damn telepaths? Yeah. it's like it was much more intelligently integrated. Well, but that. that's
1: the whole point of the show is that it's yeah. like two, they're counterpoints to each other, yeah. right? That they're two uh, really intelligent, but it's not just intelligent. They're like clever playing this like mind game of of chess yeah I, uh, yeah
0: chess and deception
1: yeah but se- but sexy chess yeah gotta be sexy, sexy. it's like it's like strip chess nothing
0: sexier than chess after all
1: yeah <laughs> listen some people like a little intellectual stimulation brains can be sexy
0: yeah no fair enough
1: especially if you're a zombie <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Anyways, the whole idea of what do you think? Do you think if you have the ability to read someone's mind, can you build
0: trust? Um. While I understand the point that assumes that their telepathy is completely uncontrollable, on the contrary, I think that if you could build the level of trust with someone, well,
1: I think that I think that his point was if you are in any sort of relationship with someone who is a telepath and you're not a telepath, can you ever truly trust them? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's difficult if you're not, if you can ever truly trust them. Yeah, I mean, obviously they can trust you. They know immediately if they can trust you or not. If you can trust them, it's a difficult one.
1: Uh, It's like essentially like there's a power imbalance. There's a massive power power imbalance. And can you trust trust people if you're in a relationship that has that that
0: much power? Power imbalance. And I mean, obviously, you can, but it depends on what that imbalance is. Like, But I mean, trust them to do what? If you're not like... Trust them to not know that... Because in order for a telepath to like find something out about you, it means you must have been doing something in and of yourself, which was inherently distrustful, in order for them to know that your thoughts are not what you're saying.
1: So, I actually have a, a great example of what I it's some way that you're wrong okay <laughs> um, i no, because uh, i know what you mean but there are lots of ways that people lie or aren't 100 percent truthful in day-to-day life so i don't know if you've seen amy schumer has a new netflix comedy special
0: i haven't seen it yet. that
1: i just watch. i just watched it um and i'm for sure gonna quote her so amy schumer if you're listening hey good job um credit to you <laughs> But no, so she was talking about her her new husband, um, and how they had him diagnosed, and he's on the autism spectrum. Yeah, um, and then uh, and she says this really lovely thing where she was like, "Oh, and then it made a lot of sense, but also all of the all of his like signs of that he's on the spectrum are all the reasons why she fell in love with him." Yeah, and then she says like, "It's great because he you you want a husband that can't lie to you." But the problem is you don't think about the fact that you also want a husband that will lie for you. Mm. And so she tells a story about how they had a friend who, or they, had, they had a couple friend, sorry, they had f- two friends that were together in a couple.
0: Okay. <laughs> and I then
1: and then they broke up Yeah, and pretty quickly afterwards they were at a party and they saw the male of that person broken up couple yeah. um, clearly going home with someone
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and Amy wasn't going to tell her friend Yeah, because no one wants to do that.
0: No. And then no. they were
1: in a, they were at a dinner, like Amy and her husband and this the female friend and then the female was like, oh, and you know, like they hooked up at that party. And Amy was like, oh my God, what? And then her husband's like, no, you knew.
0: <laughs>
1: and she was like, no, I don't. I don't think did. he was like, yeah, no, you did. You said, oh my God, he's leaving with her. And just, like, throws her under the bus. (laughs) Um, So, like, in those cases, like, you, you lie a little bit, and it's not, like, a full lie, but you're just not telling the whole truth.
0: Yes, but I don't necessarily see how that would hurt with telepathy on the contrary a telepath would be guaranteed not to make that mistake because they would know you didn't want to tell that person about what actually happened yeah but you, were, do that. but you
1: were saying the only reason why it would cause friction is if, oh. if if you were if there was something in your thoughts that was showing you were had done something wrong you don't lie just because you've done something wrong sometimes you lie or you cover up the truth
0: or you you
1: soften the truth
0: of course but that's I mean that's something that you know that uh, for a telepath, they're going to have to deal with that with everybody. So, like, it's something they're either going to learn to have to accept or not. Yeah. And so, but, if but, they have, but it's,
1: but I think though, this whole idea of why they're like why the Devorah are hunting the telepaths aren't because they think the telepaths can't handle it. It's because they can't handle it. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a question of whether the telepath could learn to deal with that. It's whether you could learn to deal with the fact that they know, no matter what. Unless, unless, like, or you trust them to not read your thoughts.
0: Yeah. Well, but I mean, as we can see, they kind of take it to an extreme because Tuvok doesn't know what everyone around him is thinking all the time, but they still want to lock him up and yeah. throw him in the concentration camp. Yeah. Like they're they're taking it they're taking it a bit far.
1: But you remember, like we've dealt with some creepy Betazoids, like creepy blue eyes.
0: Yes. Was creepy. Yeah, the creepy blue eyes was a creep for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know following the divorce logic, you got to throw in Deanna as well. And I mean, it's not sure. her fault. She's just useless, but. Like...
1: <laughs> it's not her fault at all. It's the writer's fault yeah, that she's exactly. useless.
0: But you know. They, but they... also
1: she always knows. She always knows what people are She feeling. never knows anything.
0: <laughs> she's just like, oh, I feel great anger as they charge their weapons and fire torpedoes at you. She doesn't know shit. Deanna doesn't or, know anything.
1: Or maybe she's presented that Face of like not really knowing as a way to make people more comfortable around her in a way that women often make themselves like appear less intelligent to make other people feel other people being men. more comfortable in their presence. You've never thought about the fact that maybe Deanna is really sharp and clever, but then she was so sharp and intelligent that she was like, okay, I'm going to dumb myself down a little bit. I'm not going to say that I know exactly what everyone is thinking around me so that people are comfortable being around me and I can have a job.
0: Yeah, but then she's terrible at her job because they'll be like, we need you to tell us what this person's thinking or we're all going to die. And she goes, oh, it's unclear because she's afraid of showing what she really can do. Then they're all going to die. So I'm sorry, but there's a a time and a place to do that. And it's not when they're all gonna die.
1: <laughs> the uncertain thing is that the writers. It's the writers. Yeah. It's a hundred percent the writers. Um, I was just trying to. You're help. trying to rescue Diana. I was, I was, I was trying I to help. My, help my friend. Trying to help her out. I <laughs> yeah. get it. I get it. I think we can all agree, though, that having a telepathic child would be the
0: worst. Oh, yeah. you,
1: if you weren't telepathic, it would be the worst.
0: Yes, it would be terrible. Yeah. It would be terrible on many different yeah. levels.
1: Yeah. So now that we've discussed all that to this. say.
0: Alexa's justified telepathic genocide. Well done. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, you did not do that.
1: <laughs> that took a turn that I wasn't even well, I wasn't aware we were in the ballpark of. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna come out and say now, uh boldy blinking is always against genocide of any of any sort, against yep. anyone.
0: As and you would know that if you're a telepath. You would
1: know, yeah. So don't worry. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. It. Also, I'm just a ball of fur. I'm not gonna be doing anything other than making more babies. So, <laughs> um, let's move on. Yeah, no. Uh, we re- we reproduce every twelve hours. We talked about this.
0: No, I, I, I'm well aware. It's yeah, just you know, just
1: popping out the babies. Just
0: to, yeah, remind me. It's lucky this recording doesn't take twelve hours. So I'd have to go through seeing that. <laughs>
1: uh hey we're adorable little tiny furry balls are adorable when they're coming out at you right you enjoy that <laughs> to be
0: honest i don't have as much experience with that as i could
1: <sighs> all right <laughs> so anyhow um so they get inspected uh the the devour leave yep. we see how voyager has been evading them yep. which is they've been suspending the people but Using their transporters, they've been using the
0: transport to sort of just suspend them in a dematerialized state. They're still yeah. phys- they're in the cargo bay, like
1: it's like they're being transported somewhere, but they just didn't put the destination anywhere. Yeah, they, they
0: basically transport them in place, but yeah. just keep them dematerialized,
1: which is kind of brilliant. Yeah, it's kind of a brilliant way, yeah. To I mean, it's a
0: great way, you're not gonna <laughs> yeah. find that. Yeah. Except for there appear to be some problems with doing that long term. Which
1: makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: that's probably can't, there's, there's, there's probably a reason why that's not something that you can just do to people. <laughs> no,
1: and also, it must feel terrible. Like, I can't imagine that feels normal or comfortable or, like, I think that it would just feel a little bit disorienting.
0: I don't know, I don't think it, pr- it probably wouldn't feel like anything
1: because you wouldn't know. Well, but no, but I think that it would be disorienting because it would be like one second you're there, the next second yeah, time the has time passed. Jumps
0: would, the time jumps would be really bizarre. Yeah. Because it'd be like, oh, okay, now like two, three hours have gone by or whatever, however long it takes them to inspect. Yeah. And also we find out that it's not just Tuvok and the crew members that are gone, but that they have refugees. over the course of this time, they have taken on refugees from somewhere. We're not from sure a from a freighter. Where. Yeah.
1: From, they rescued them from a freighter. Yeah. But that's as much backstory as we That's all that had. we know. Yeah. So we uh, find that out. We find out that Voyager is being Voyager and helping out lost souls and people in need. Um, taking on the big man. <laughs> sticking yep. it to the man. And then all of a sudden they have another D'Vore ship coming. Yeah. But it's a smaller ship. Much smaller. Uh, and so... Jane We says, Okay, I'll meet them in my ready room and then essentially is just like, We're bigger than you. You can't inspect us. And he's also not in
0: his uniform. No, he's now in his business casual. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's in his, in his pajamas.
0: <laughs> he's in his pajamas. Let's not beat around the pajamas. He's a
1: highly tailored pajamas. Oh, very
0: well tailored pajamas, yeah. but they're still their pajamas. So we
1: do need to talk about because he's so he's like tall, dark and handsome. Yep. And he's also got a Bane voice from Batman. Yeah, a little bit. He's got a Bane voice. Yeah. Only when he's being the soldier, when he comes in his tailored pajamas, he's, he's got, got a normal, a normal voice.
0: voice. But yeah, when he's playing his character, the inspector, he's got a bit of a Bane voice. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was trying to figure out what it was, whether it was cocky or intense or creepy, and then I was like, no, it's Bane. Yeah. It's a Bane voice. So Kashyyyk shows up, Taylor pajamas, no Bane voice, and says, I want to defect. Yeah,
0: I want to defect. I want you to. I know that
1: you've been hiding them. I know exactly how you've been doing it. I know you're going to go meet someone somewhere to go through a wormhole. Yeah,
0: what happened is they were originally meeting a ship, which was going to take the refugees. But the through, ship a wor- keep- through, wormhole, through a wormhole outside of the space. The ship keeps changing the rendezvous destination. And they changed it to this nebula. Yes. So he drops a lot of bombs on her in a short amount of time. He's like, I know you've got 12 refugees. I know you've been dematerializing them. And this nebula you're going to is a trap. Yes. Trust me on this. Yes. And obviously the information he provides is clearly at least earns him a hearing out because he knows exactly what it is they've been doing.
1: And so Janeway being the boss that she is, is like, okay, we'll have to talk about it. And then uh, Chakotay and Tuvok are not on board. It is Chakotay in the... No, it's no, just Tuvok. It's isn't just Tuvok. It? Uh... And then the leader of the refugees. Yeah, exactly. And they're talking like, can we trust them? And Janeway essentially is like... We're going to pretend like we trust him, have some things in place, and see how it goes.
0: Yeah. And then the first thing he does helps gain their trust. He tells them how to, like, sort of, not decloak, but, like, decipher their shielding so that they can see them on sensors. Yeah. And finds out that, indeed, there is no freighter in the nebula, but there are a shitload of warships. Yeah. So, clearly, he's, you know, he's told the truth in this aspect. Yeah. This is a trap.
1: And then begins... the the courtship indeed of Kashik and Jane Way with so many great quotes there were so many great quotes i really loved when jane was like you're going to be under uh, guard like we're going to have guards and he was like, like being like, surrounded by guards um, makes me feel makes sec- me feel secure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with like a little bit of a like look to jane Yeah, uh, like a little eyebrow um in a yeah um and so jane way and Kashyyyk are are tasked with trying to find the wormhole, yep. which includes uh, talking to a alien scientist.
0: Yeah, they say that the, the refugees say, well, you know, we don't know where the wormhole is, but we know someone who might, this renowned scientist, and then yep. we cut to the scientist is running away from them.
1: And then they beam the scientists on board as kind of like, well, we're not going to board you, but we're just going to beam you on our ship. Well, he
0: throws a bit of a fuck you because he's like, you know, the Imperium, the Federation. Why don't y'all just fuck off with the organizations? I'm getting out of here. Like I have a conference to go to. Why do you
1: all want to be part of a huge monolithic uh, institutional system?
0: You know, fair enough. Fair enough. And so they beam him on board. Yep.
1: And then we have what is maybe my favorite scene Of Kashyyyk and Janeway. Janeway
0: double-teaming this guy.
1: And the egos in that room are so (laughs) crazy. Like, there's so much ego. There's so much testosterone. Yep. And I love that Janeway plays... A, like, uh, what's her name? Catherine Mulgrew? Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. She, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal acting job. Because there's some really subtle things that she does in the scene where she, like, rolls her eyes when the two of them get too much, but she plays the two of them off each other perfectly. Because the alien scientist doesn't want to do it.
0: Yeah, even after they bribe him with basically gas, like... A year's worth of A year's, of year's worth of nitro gas or yeah. some shit.
1: And then Kashyyyk takes the...
0: she takes the role of a rival... Of a rival well,
1: he basically says, oh, rival. it's okay, you're not smart enough to find it. Yeah. And then the alien all of a sudden is like, oh, well, no, of course I can. And then Janeway says something about, oh, well, like you said, or, you know, I guess we'll find... I forget what the word is, but she used a more scientific word than wormhole. Yeah, and, and he, he was like, oh, oh, you're looking for that. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, the two... Kashyyyk and Jane Wade clearly planned this out in advance of how yeah. they were going to do it, because like, she claims that Kashyyyk is some rival academic who also studies wormholes. And he's yeah. like, well, I've never... The, the, the professor's like, well, well, I've never heard of you. And he's like, of course not. You know, you slum around in intellectual obscurity. You wouldn't have heard of me. Like, just being a total dick <laughs> yeah. is great.
1: And so they kind of get the... They get the aliens... They hurt his ego a bit. Yeah, they hurt his ego. And, and he, then Jane Wee has this phenomenal thing where she, like, kind of coyly picks up the propulsion fuel and just, like, looks at him. Yeah. Um, and then he agrees.
0: He agrees. He tells them where... Well, he specifies that it's not a stable wormhole, that the it's, aperture... The aperture or whatever the hell he, he calls it some complicated thing.
1: So basically he can't tell them where it's going to be.
0: Yeah. He can only tell them where, where it's it been. was because it's been in like four different places. And from that they can while. extrapolate and or I just guess. And just like to point out that He's a particularly good example of Alien in this show. He's got this insane prosthetic on his face that when he gets upset, his nose inflates really, really fast. <laughs> and so, yes. and so yes. he gets pissed off and it goes like, and you're just like, whoa, what just happened? It's great. It's brilliant. It's a great yeah. little piece of makeup.
1: It's great prosthetic, but also whoever the actor was was great
0: Yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, I, it, I, can, I, it can't have been easy to keep a straight face when that happened on the front of your face. No. And he just gets... He just Goes right through it, like yeah. I, there must have been one or two takes where they, the first time that happened, oh, for sure. they were like, nope, nope, we gotta, we gotta go back to that, for sure. Oh, man. there's just
1: great acting all around. Even yeah. the guy who plays Kashik does a great job too. Yeah.
0: Like that's that's really great. Yeah, I mean, he plays the smarmy academic as slightly different than the smarmy inspector, but you can see the two yeah. of them are in there.
1: Yeah. Also, I just have a note here that just says Flirty Janeway is the best. <laughs> Oh, and then the next note that I made, just so you guys know what I think when I watch these things, I have uh, flirty Janeway is the best and then directly underneath almost as great as her sexy turtleneck.
0: Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) so the next scene we cut to, oh, man. The next scene we cut to, now they're in. I don't know if it's Janeway's quarters or. No, his they're quarters. in the the uh, the cafeteria. Oh yeah, they're in the cafeteria, and they're listening to music again, and they're drinking trying to, coffee. Drinking coffee, Because she loves coffee. Yep, listening to music and trying to figure out where the worms would be next. And Janeway but is wearing. But they've
1: all they've been working really hard, yeah. so they've both taken out their outer layer, top layer, so yeah. their jackets. So he's in a short sleeved his tailored pajama short sleeve shirt and she's yeah. in a tank
0: top no the turtle it's the, a full a, turtleneck a full turtleneck but it's also like
1: it's the turtleneck that they wear underneath their like uniforms
0: yeah it's a very tight oh neck. it's a tight turtleneck it's uh yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. there's a lot going on with Jane she's
1: she's a hottie she's yeah oh so i have this is another thing that i have um we've never discussed this and i've never really thought about it but what is the makeup situation for ladies on star trek or whoever's wearing makeup on star trek on the ships like do they replicate their makeup do you think that like with all their fancy hygienic they, things that they have like a fancy application as well?
0: They probably, if they do anything, they must replicate it because they sure as shit didn't have enough supply to last the voyage that they go on. Because right? you, there's some great like
1: close-up scenes of her being all like flirty and sexy, and you can like she's got makeup on, like I, you can see the makeup. I'm
0: sure they probably they probably just replicate it, right? I mean, do you, you think could. that they have
1: like a fancy applicator machine? Because I think that would be great. Probably the way that they just have like the sonic showers or whatever. The yeah, they
0: probably just go like burn, like buzz it up the front of your face, and there it is. You know, because that would and be phenomenal. You could phenomenal. just like pre-input yeah. what you want it to do, yeah, and then You're it just does it. It
1: would be phenomenal until the day that it
0: malfunctioned. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just, just like, like just <laughs> put like a foot thick layer of makeup on the front of your head, <laughs> and you had to scrape it off with a trowel. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was just a thought. I've I've literally never thought about the logistics of makeup. They don't really do a lot about the logistics of, like, female hygiene on, like, showing. Because we well, see, like... We any, s-
0: hi- I mean, well, no, you, I don't s- think you've ever seen anyone go to the bathroom.
1: No, but we have seen bathrooms. Yes. And we have, like, there's there's allusions to showers. There's allusions to all Sonic that stuff. Showers, yeah. I think that we've seen people shave, yep. men shave.
0: And we've seen, I mean, we've seen, at least in TNG, we've seen the ladies' 80s jazzercise.
1: Yes. <laughs> But I I just now I have a lot of questions about female hygiene. I'm going to throw this out there. I really hope that future utopian Star Trek uh, has devised a better system than... Like tampons and pads. I like bet I they just, have. I just, I hope that they have. I, I bet they have. They have to have. Well, I mean, in the same way. Because what... you can't wear those Jazzercise outfits.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> comfortably. No, it would be very obvious. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you would think it, uh, the amount of things they're able to suppress in Medbay and such, I'm sure they're probably able yeah. to, like, just suppress that somehow. Or
1: maybe it's just like a super sci-fi version of a Diva Cup like there's just like a like, it's a, like super, a little,
0: it's like, <laughs> like, a little it's like a little very miniature transporter field <laughs> in your vagina and it just sort of goes out and then gets zapped into space or something right just like you know as it goes through you just you have to remember to take that off oh, before yeah. you get it on yeah. or there are there, yeah. the, the early days there were some like <laughs> lorraine Bobbitt severed penis outside the ship incidents from that one oh,
1: but it would work <laughs> as a good birth control though like like if you could place it right yeah, you, you just, just had to make sure you, you push it far enough in, because you would just catch all the the sperm, and then the sperm yeah, would go out into space. That, yeah,
0: again, just make sure that you don't inadvertently, you know, you come out and suddenly you're an inch shorter than you went in. Yeah, you that's know, true. That'll uh, or
1: just like surprise circumcision. <laughs> hey, guess what? <laughs> oh boy. Well, folks, I don't think that you envision talking about future feminine hygiene. Yeah,
0: but that's. But definitely.
1: I think we had some great ideas.
0: Yeah, I mean that would work.
1: NASA, Elon Get on Musk, that. Yeah. if you're listening. Just, yeah. Not you, Elon. You're a bit creepy. (laughs) Sure. He's creepy, but I mean, there's a... I I was going to say something really awful. I was going to say most old white dudes are creepy, (laughs) which is harsh, I know. But, like, there's been a lot of creeps that have invented a lot of things over the years. That's true. Let's just say. Yeah. Creeps can invent things, too. (laughs) Hashtag. Hashtag. Creep lives matter. Okay. So, we have that great scene where they're in, they're flirting. Yep. Sexy turtleneck. Sexy turtleneck. Sexy t-shirt. Sexy t-shirt. Talking, he, talking about infinite spirals that has a terrible name. The DeVore have a terrible name. It's just like, I've wanted to write it down, but I forgot what it was. For the Some, like,
0: the the f- trillion it was like, something or other.
1: It, but it, it was essentially like the same word twice. That was yeah. just their name. Yeah. Janeway talks about the Aurora Borealis as yep. a comparison.
0: And then they they, they can't come up with the answer. They can't come up with the answer. But then they stop. They listen to the music. They do a little flirting. They do a little flirting. Yeah. Get that out of the way. And then they come up with the answer. Janeway comes comes up up with the answer. answer. Janeway's like, it's a counterpoint. You know, Janeway busts out the name of the episode just so we're clear counterpoint well they
1: had mentioned it earlier when they were talking about music yeah so she goes it's a
0: counterpoint there's got to be there's no obvious signs what if there's some sort of like concurrent thing that happens at the same time can we find that and uh, Keswick's like yeah that'll that'll work and we have
1: to like find an algorithm that will go through the the harmonics of subspace. yeah
0: and then they do that and they 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 say a bunch of techno babble the computer takes some time and that's when they discuss the borealis and whatever the hell they have that weird name for the Thing outside the ship
1: and he i think he says like it mu- like they've never been so beautiful it must be the company it Must be the
0: company yeah yeah he throws that line out. It's a great there.
1: line like you're as beautiful as the space spirals i love
0: i mean um, i'm not gonna lie i probably i think i said something similar once when i was like 15 <laughs> about stars or something do you shit. remember because i would really love to hear that oh i think God. we would all love to hear i'm trying to remember now I'm a rocket man I, it's because i was out we were we were on a beach, and it was night, it was dark, and there were stars, and I think I said something about stars, and but I don't remember what now. It's a very long time ago.
1: <clears throat> I have never said a heartfelt uh, line, pick-up line in my life. It has always been to be a creep and to make a joke, so <laughs> uh, there's never been any nice ones. <laughs> anyway, you know,
0: whatever, teach each their own.
1: I mostly do it to make people feel uncomfortable.
0: So the computer comes up with its answer, and they but they decide it's time to retire for the night and like leave it at that. Yeah, after they've
1: been pounding coffee, I'm sure yeah. they got a lot yeah, of sleep. Yeah, right.
0: Like, well, maybe maybe their coffee is like their synthahol. You can pound it and then not oh, actually stay awake. Maybe, maybe. But then, but then, why are they drinking it in the first yeah. place? Good question.
1: Um, so Janeway drops off cause she gets outside his room.
0: Yep. And he. He pulls the classic. Invites her maneuver. in. Maneuver. It's like, well, why don't you. I'd like in? to
1: try the replicator. Can why I... don't you come in yeah. and...
0: and show me how to use And then <laughs> she
1: says, we disabled it. Yeah. We disabled your replicator. Yeah, you we... can't do that.
0: Um, but I did love the. He comes up with a yeah. He comes up with a couple of reasons why she should come in, and she comes with a couple of reasons why not. He finally gives up, leaves, and then she, there's a she... great scene with yeah. her and the guard, and the guard kind of like gives her a look. The guard well, the guard not only gives her a look, but also straightens up to attention a bit, like mockingly. And oh then... no!
1: See, I thought it. I thought it was really endearing because I I I saw it as. He was rooting for her to get some.
0: Yeah.
1: And then when he realized that she could, like, she had turned around, he was like, "Oh shit, I need to be mm-hmm. on duty." And then gives her like he gives her this little like really, it's like a very affectionate look of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I want you to get some. Yeah,
0: Mama, we all know. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. the whole crew at this point must know. Sure. Like, yeah, you know, Janeway, come on. Yeah. Like.
1: But I really, I really like. And that. she's just
0: like at ease, and he like smirks yeah. at her.
1: Yeah, and so then after that, I forget what exactly happens.
0: They're flying. They they figure out where the wormhole is going to be. Right. But in order to go to it, they need to get past a sensor station. <sighs> right, right, right. And they can't go too fast. The sensor station will detect them. So they try like a sort of Tokyo Drift ghost right by it on no power mode. And it works. It works the first time. But, but, it,
1: but it screws up something in the core.
0: Well, it screws up slash I think the sensor system is more clever than they give yeah. it credit for. And it activates something in the core, which means they will definitely be detected the next time it goes around. Yeah. Which, sure enough, is what happens. Yeah. So the Devor know they're there. And they send two. They send the same two ships that have been shadowing them this whole time to go after them.
1: And Voyager jumps to warp to try yeah. to get out.
0: Yeah, it hits the guns, floors it, and takes off to try and... Uh, try and make it to the uh, wormhole and they start preparing for battle
1: and because is gonna leave go back to the warship try to get this inspection over as quickly as possible uh so that they'll leave and they can go to the wormhole and
0: yeah. then
1: there's this really touching scene where janeway
0: Janeway's says, like well jane is like we would have offered you asylum here you know, i would have like, i would have like yeah. you're not the first wayward, wayward. person you're not the first wayward stray we've picked up on our travels like. yeah Yada yada yada. Which was,
1: there is there is a couple of moments in this this episode that are a little bit heartbreaking because yeah. it looks it's tough to tell because we never really know whether she really liked him or trusted him. But there is a couple of moments where her face shows that she probably
0: was. She was certainly hoping that he was genuine. She was yeah, absolutely and then maybe that he, he would was... stay. Yeah.
1: Because she she wants to get she wants to get it on.
0: She wants to get it on. <laughs> she wants to get it on. But he's he's pretty adamant. He's like, No, I'm gonna go back. It's the only way to say he busts out her name, he's like, No, Catherine, it's the only way. And you're like, aha aha Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. So then he is about to get on to his, his shuttlecraft shuttle... and
0: he goes and he gives her a look and he goes in, he goes Face in smush it. <laughs> Gets in there face and then she pulls it back. And Jane was like, Mm-mm, We ain't done yet. And then she gets in there. And
1: folks, it is the great kind of kissing on TV where they have closed mouths and they just move their face yeah. into each
0: other. Yeah, very sort of like, mm. I mean, I can't really. There's no even
1: because mm, their mouths are closed. Yeah, it's just closed lip, let me put my lips on your lip, and then I'm going to move my face back and forth and grab your upper <laughs> shoulders. Yeah, because yeah,
0: that's a thing. That's how people do.
1: Face motion, lip banging. Janeway gets some action. I'm very excited. I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on a little behind the scenes, but a while ago when I was re- doing a rewatch of this, uh, of Voyager, I got so excited at this episode that I'm pretty sure I texted a bunch of people being like, Janeway got some! Lip banging! <laughs> very excited.
0: It's pretty it's pretty celebratory.
1: And then we reached the climax of the episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So once again.
1: Kashik is back. He's got full Bane voice.
0: Yeah, full Bane voice. It's the same the same rigmarole, you know, na nah, nah. And they keep trying to interrupt uh, Trax, because Trax is like, you know. And she's Trax. like, Janeway's like trying to be sassy with Trax. She's like, you know, we've done this four times before, do we really need to go it again? And Trax just ignores her completely. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Uh
1: also Janeway kill, kills this scene. Yeah,
0: they, she, she's even just, smarmier than normal. She's just like, hey, you know, all right, but boys, she she on, does this it.
1: this beautiful feigning innocence, yeah, which is phenomenal. Yep. So there's a there, this is the the climax of of the chess game that they've been playing. Yeah.
0: So they our friend uh, is there. The, he said so. Suffice to say, Janeway gets a moment alone, and they start to confer as if. Well, so
1: first uh, they're talking in the ready room like normal. Yeah. He sends prox off to do something. Yep. She thinks they're alone. Yep. And goes to him saying, "Oh, how, like how's it going? Yeah,
0: how's it going? What are we gonna do? Yada And yada, he yada. in
1: turns asks her some questions. Well, he
0: asks her if they've um, located the the physical aperture of the wormhole, like yeah. where it is exactly, because they only knew in a general sense where it was going to be. She says, "Yes."
1: Well, she says yes, and then gives him a bunch of information of how they found it, how yep. they're going to keep it open. You know, to fire a
0: torpedo, this, that, and the other. Yep. And he goes, "Gotcha." And of course, and the betrayal is revealed. Yep, the betrayal is revealed. This man was a douche the whole time.
1: Space douche bro. Yep. Always great,
0: a- great acting on space douche bro. Once but- a
1: space douche bro, always a space douche bro. He's a little bit of a fuck boy. Yeah. Although, to be quite honest, I, I feel like fuckboy, the definition is so nebulous, and people just use it for
0: like. They use an, it for anything, really. They use it for
1: like someone who they're mad about something that they did. They call them fuckboys. Yeah. It doesn't really apply. Space douchebro is a better term. Yeah. We'll stick with space douchebro. And
0: uh, Very briefly, previously he told a story. She was like, you know, why did you switch sides? And he's like, oh, Grace. you know, I found this little girl in a tube. She'd been there for days. She thanked me. I knew what I was sending her to, and I couldn't do it anymore. So then the first thing he does is she's like, well, you know, how could you? He's like, oh, you know, that story I told you was true, but instead I realized I'm doing the right thing and shipped her ass off to that camp. Ha-ha! And it's like, wow, okay. <sighs> So they come out of the ready room. Yep. All of her crew is off the bridge. Yep, they, it's just his men. Devor have taken over the ship. He
1: motions for her to sit down. She yep. looks dejected. She sits down and he's very excited. They find the they coordinates. they fire
0: wor- wor- wormhole. They, they, they fired think is a trace. not
1: one, but two torpedoes. Yep. To destabilize meant to the hole. To open it and then destroy it. And they don't go off.
0: Yep, they don't work. They
1: don't work. And he... I I have the exact quotes because it was so good. He turns to her and says, You created false readings. And Kate Mulgrew, being the bomb-ass actress that she is, turns to him, feigning that same innocence and says, That is the theme for this evening, isn't it? (laughs) And it's the best. It's the best. And so then... He's not angry. He's kind of...
0: He's impressed, if He's anything. He's impressed. Yeah. They So it turns out that the telepaths are actually on shuttle. The real entrance to the wormhole is quite a distance away. They're, They're on, on shuttles. shuttles. They manage to make it through the wormhole and vanish. Yeah. Trax is super pissed. Uh, and yeah, Janeway's basically, no, like, you thought you'd bluff me, but I double bluffed you. Like, I wasn't... Yeah. I had to put precautions in place just in case.
1: But Kashuk kind of comes back a little bit. Yeah. Because he essentially tells often and says, we're not going to follow code. It's just going to look bad for us. Yeah. We're n- like, you're never going to talk about this. I'm never going to talk about this. And everyone on your team is never going to talk about yeah,
0: this. Yeah, because Prax is like, let's just impound the ship, lock them all up and be done with it. And he's like, no, you know, this, this will is look silly. terrible this for will us. Look really, we're going to yeah. look like absolute morons. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. They all leave again, leaving them alone. We have a
1: a little moment where he says, you know, I was tempted by your offer. Yeah, but
0: he's like, well played, you know, like that was well played. And she's like, you know, to be fair, the offer was genuine. Like if you had been genuine, that offer was genuine. But you're not. And And he says, I would
1: have, I would have been tempted or I was tempted. Yeah. And leaves. And then the only flaw in this episode is that at the end, there's just a long shot of Janeway looking sad. Yeah. Which she shouldn't have. She shouldn't have been no, she sad. she played
0: that guy like a fiddle.
1: She sh- I get why she might have been sad, but that would have been a beautiful moment for her to like have a little bit of sadness and then still have a little smile that she played the chess game. She won that chess game. Yeah. Um, and she got a little face smushing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you take, at, the, yeah. at this
0: point when you're genuine, you take what you can get.
1: I mean, listen, a little side sm- <laughs> I can't even say that, a little side face smushin' is always a good thing. I think we all we want, all want our faces to be smushed every once in a while, right?
0: Yeah, every now and then, sure.
1: Yeah. So that's it, Jane. We finally got some. I'm so I'm so overcome. By you're emotion. you're overcome with emotion. You just can't even handle it. <laughs> I loved this episode.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
1: It's a great episode. It really showcases Jane Way and how bomb ass she is. There is so little for Chicote to do in this episode though. But there is one great scene and I have a I have a, a screenshot of it and I'll put it on our Instagram. Yep. Where Kashik is like behind Jane Way, like whispering in her ear while they're talking to someone on the big screen. Yep. And Chicote just is like looking at them.
0: Just giving him the side eye. <laughs> yeah. Just like mmm.
1: Yeah. But I don't think Chicote even talks in this episode. Or if I think he
0: says like yes, <laughs> <laughs> or some something like that. Yeah. Most of them. Did we don't it-
1: even see Tom or Harry, do we?
0: Again, very briefly, when at the very beginning of the episode, when the divorce show up, oh, Harry's yeah. like, "The divorce are here again," yeah. but it's all just completely useless yeah.
1: stuff. The only ones—it's Janeway. Uh,
0: not yeah, just Janeway. Like ninety percent of, of the episode, Neelix's Neelix of is there a little bit, <laughs> telling, a telling story. stories to kids and like being like, "The door's always open for you, Captain." It's like, of course it is, Neelix. She's the fucking captain. Like, <laughs> you're saying it at, like some big favor that the kitchen is open for the captain. She's a goddamn captain. <laughs> she says, "Make me a sandwich." You make her a fucking sandwich, Neelix. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's a great episode. Of It really showcases Janeway. She's a bomb-ass. Bomb-ass boss lady.
0: Looks good in a turtleneck.
1: Sexy, sexy turtleneck. Yeah. That's about as sexy as a turtleneck could look.
0: I, okay. This Are you going to tell us that you're really into turtleneck? Cause no, 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 I'm no, 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 no. So when I first watched this, mm-hmm. uh, with Voyagers was when it first came out. And it wasn't this episode, but there was an episode where Janeway lets her hair down and it's like uh, super yes. long and she's wearing something else. And yeah. I distinctly remember my mother turning my dad and saying, hey, you know, like when she lets it all out, she's pretty attractive, isn't she? And my dad being like, yeah. <laughs> like I distinctly remember that conversation happening between the two of them when that okay. <laughs>
1: I love that your mom tried to make <laughs> your dad
0: uncomfortable. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, she's pretty hot, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, she is pretty hot. Absolutely. She's, a very, she's a very attractive Yeah, lady. I remember. I very distinctly remember that yeah. conversation. I don't remember which episode it was, but.
1: It's early on because she had, she had long hair for the first couple seasons, yeah. but it was always done up in that crazy yeah, bun crazy thing. Yeah, crazy bun thing. And then she cut it short. Yeah. And that's where we're at when she's rocking the turtleneck there's another episode where the ship gets invaded by these like viruses or whatever and everyone's super sick and it's really hot and so she's in like a, that tank you know how sometimes they have like the tank top yeah she's in that and her arms are fucking ripped she looks great she's i mean
0: she's she's a she's great yeah good job Kimball.
1: yeah i mean what what do you expect from mistress trainway
0: <laughs> she's she she's <laughs> certainly gets lots of arm exercises <laughs>
1: so uh before we finish up for today what is the moral of this what's the moral of
0: this episode for you um what's your lesson always have a triple cross ready if you know you're gonna be if if you suspect you're gonna be double cross prepare for the triple cross you and the quadruple cross always have one more cross than anyone thinks you're gonna have ready to go Mm -hmm. just to have that in your pocket you don't necessarily are always gonna use it but if you need it, you're going to want to have it.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of what I roughly was going to say, but I got yeah. two related. Never trust a space douche bro. Yeah. And uh, never underestimate a lady rocking a sexy turtleneck.
0: <laughs> yeah. You will underestimate them to your own misfortune.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the turtleneck, not everyone can do that. It shows great power <laughs> to rock a sexy turtleneck. <laughs> All right. Yes, ma'am. With that, we have reached our end. We hope you have too.
0: to players. <laughs> uh
1: you can check us out on social media, um at Boulder on Instagram.
0: And uh wherever you listen to your podcast, please uh like us, rate us, and or subscribe to us.
1: Also, there's Twitter. <laughs> I forgot Twitter. <laughs> at Twitter's Binky, a thing. You all know
0: Twitter exists. Come on.
1: Um you should be following us on both places. Um and any other places you might find us. I don't know. There could be secret places. Just not
0: in the street.
1: Yeah, don't follow us in the street. Please. please. Although I can understand why you would want to follow a rolling furry ball, but listen, I got shit to do. I got to run errands. I have so many babies <laughs> all the time.
0: It's, it's a <laughs> Uh
1: Until next week, folks.
0: Thank you very much. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production.